Welcome to the Saturday WordPress show by WP Tonic on Timelines, episode 200-83. Today we have Jason Tucker on the Saturday WordPress show by WP Tonic on Timelines. Jason is coming to us from Orange County, California. He's a producer of WP Tonic and WP Blab, and today we will be doing a deep dive into WordPress graphics and design, as well as talking a bit about how Jason produces his podcast shows. Now, without further ado, I want to get right into this episode with Jonathan and Jason. See how it goes. Thanks, Jason, for coming on the show. We've been looking forward to the chat. I have joined in on some of Jason's shows, and I call him Uncle Jason. I just want to explain the endearment of that, Jason, because actually, Auntie and Uncle are linked to like the BBC. So I'm, I'm comparing you to the BBC. Jason, so it's just a a great compliment, isn't it? You know, we've got a monthly theme, Jason, and I thought we'd just quickly talk about graphics and how, what tools and methodologies you use to handle them for your shows and that. And then we go into the amount of work you've got to put into Water Cooler and WP Blab. And then my co-host, Bill Conrad, um, can ask some questions on the podcasting side. How's that sound, Jason? Perfect. Let's do it. What tools um, do you basically use when you're handing your graphics for your website, Jason? Yeah, well, so at the church that I work at, I take care of um, all of the web type stuff. And so that's my day job is to do you know, web development and such. And so what ends up happening is uh, people you know, that are, are designers and stuff will do the design work and then they'll send it to me in a couple different ways, either as a PSD file, so I'm using Photoshop, or as a, um, as a sketch file. And then I use sketch to be able to pull that in and look at all of the layouts and stuff and then kind of uh, start ripping it apart and telling them what they can and can't do. Um, in web development. <laughs> so Sketch is, Sketch is pretty handy for that because you can at least kind of start with mobile first and then work your way up to desktop and beyond. So yeah, Sketch, is, Sketch has been a kind of a, a, a big lifesaver for me. Is that the Mac the Sketch, the Apple yeah. Sketch? For about yeah. 100 bucks? Yeah, it won, um, was it, it was the 2014 or 2015 Design Award. And then promptly the next next year they um, they dropped themselves out of the app store <laughs> because because they they just they, they exceed the you know the stuff that you can only do in the app store that they just like ah we don't really care about you know using iCloud or anything so because that's pretty much one of the main reasons why you'd want to have your app in the app store so they ditched that and now they are kind of just kind of going independent and they're doing quite well one thing just that's a good point right there learning about the app store and buying products i have some products that aren't bought in the app store which work fine but anything in the app store today i can't get to because i can't certify mm. here unbelievable uh, because anything i have you know our normal login or sign in like call recorder or any of the other apps, but the app store is totally toast today because of a resetting. So I feel, um, I feel a slight stress and a slight yeah. hatred towards the Apple bill. No, I love <laughs> Apple, but I love Apple. They just need to fix their friggin' certification. I've had this happen twice in the last two years. So they said bill a Chromebook. <laughs> Honestly, I, I have a Chromebook. Uh, we have one of our, one of our shows is a political show and we're finding that Chromebook is actually amazing for the value. What we're getting. Yeah. yeah. So, Sketch, I'm still using Fireworks a bit. I know Adobe ditched it about two years ago. Well, at least you're not using ready, so that's good. No, I'm not that <laughs> old. But I just, and Sketch, I think, is the kind of took over. You know, I, I thought Fireworks was a great product. It mixed Vector and 
and pixel together. I think Photoshop is fantastic, but um, I always thought Fireworks was um, a more appropriate mixture for yeah. if you're trying to do graphics for websites. But that's just my personal opinion. So you we do that. Use Pixlr too. Uh, Pixlr is another good one if you're mm-hmm. if you're wanting to use something that doesn't you know that doesn't have all the bells and whistles, but at least yeah. gets you partway there. Let's use layers and all that sort of stuff. So. Those are the things that I use for my day job. Now, for you're asking about, um, you know, on um, on WP Water Cooler or any of the other shows that we're doing. Yeah. I use I use a couple different things for that. I'm I'm a, I'm pretty mobile. Like I'm driving to and from work. I'm walking around. I'm I'm doing a lot of things where I'm not sitting in front of a computer. And so one of the things that I've been using um, to kind of do quick art is oh darn I thought I had it in my head and then it disappeared. Um, Word what is that thing called? Word something. Pick monkey. Yeah, Pick Monkey's good. Yeah, Pick Monkey, um, Canva. Some people use Canva uh, a little bit. Word swag. Word swag. I haven't heard of that one. Word. Yeah. So Word Swag, it's it's great because if you're not a designer, but you you want to have something that looks kind of artistic, you can type in some words and then hit a little a little dice that will kind of you know do a randomization of different graphics layouts. And then spit out the layout for you. So that, I think some I think a lot of graphic designers would like that. Give you mm-hmm. some pre ideas, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, well, word swag, folks. We're hopefully That's my on co- iOS. Hopefully, my co-host will find the URL. I just dropped it in already. Oh, great. You're so efficient, folks. Canva uh, is a huge it's in one. The Apple Store. Yeah, <laughs> Canva is a huge one. I I I love Canva, and I've been I've been kind of pushing the Canva idea out to a lot of our people during my my day job. I'm like, if you need to do basic design work where you just slap a couple logos on top of things and move some backgrounds and stuff. It's the perfect way to go for that. Yeah. I use it as a kind of idea tool just to quickly do some pre knockups, get some ideas. And I also think it deals with, you know, all these insane different ratios for, mm-hmm. for different social media platforms. It does, it does really help with that because you can really waste a lot of time and it's a bit of a time saver, isn't it, Jason? It sure is. Yeah. It's a, it's a great tool to use. So what about your social media, getting your images for all your social media? Is it Canva that you rely or you got some other um, – you got some kind of um, system that you utilize to get your images? or Canva and WordSwag, those are the two that I use for almost all of my graphic-type stuff. I'm not a graphics person. Like, I don't – I'm not a designer. And so anything that can do the design for me is is huge. So if I, if I just need to have some text with a logo and some type of background, um, I, I slap that on there and hit the, hit, hit the randomize button until I find something that works and then go run with it. Yeah, I thought we do as you know, the kind of theme is graphics for non-designers. That's been the theme yeah. of this month because a lot of people that are managing, owning, running websites, they they got like a lot of different hats to wear. Mm-hmm. And they they might get some of the, you know, get a graphic designer in to help them with the initial design of the website or some um logo. But when they're actually running it on a week to week, most people can't afford the cost of having a designer help them all the time. So in the end they do end up having to do graphics, don't they, Jason? They do, yeah. yeah. Especially if you end up with a, a few different, you know, raw assets, and they say, "Well, slap those together and make something show up on the website." You're like, "Oh, great! I guess I got to figure something out here. Let's load up Preview and see what I can do with Preview." You know? 
Just, just roll the dice. Just roll the dice. No. So yeah, no, we we you know when especially during my day job, I have I have the benefit of having multiple designers on staff. So you know, being able to ask them for the types of things that I need and showing them what specs I'm using and how I'm you know how I'm building this thing out, it works really well for us. And I'm able to you know get the information I need and and get it uh, sent over to us. So you don't mind mind me? Um, hopefully you won't mind. But um, yeah. so what's the kind of are you the Mister IT for this? Is it quite a large church in Mm -hmm. Los Angeles? So I get the impression that you wear a lot of different hats. I do. I mean, in this organization, but I also get the impression that it got a reasonable amount of staff. Is that correct? Yeah, we have uh, close to about 70 people on staff, about 100 um, paid and unpaid employees. I run all of, I'm director of IT, so I take care of all of the IT work that happens there, including the web. So I do the web because I want to. It's not, it wasn't part of my job description, but it was kind of one of those things where it's like, if he also knows it, then let's let him do it. So yeah, so I take care of all the web stuff, all of the IT stuff, and then networking. So uh, obviously, I presume that um, how many websites does the church that you are actively managing for the church now? Yeah, we have a multi-site, um, WordPress multi-site. We have about four different sites that run on that. We had upwards of about six or seven, and we ended up kind of folding those into the mother site. So we're not, you know, dealing with as much multi multi-site type stuff. Uh, you know, for folks out there, as kind of a cautionary tale. <laughs> <laughs> don't run multi-site if you don't have to. <laughs> oh, it's that bad, actually. <laughs> yeah. I've got the burpers that do it for me, so I don't know. Jason, we're going to move into our break, and we'll come back, and we're, I think in the break we're going to talk how you got the podcast started and the amount of work you have to put in it, and then also with my co-host talk some tech about sound and how you edited it. Be back soon, folks. Want to turn your WordPress website into an online speed machine? Go on over to WP Tonic. They'll set up DigitalOcean websites hosting on solid state drives. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for WP Tonic's maintenance packages. WP Tonic offers some of the very best WordPress maintenance packages on the market. So those who are serious about getting the very best platform for their WordPress sites, make sure you go on over to wp-tonic.com. Okay, we're coming back off the break, but Jonathan's going to go and finish up WP Water Cooler about some details and information. Go ahead, Jonathan. So you, um, when did you start WP Water Cooler? Boy, so I had to go look because it's been, it's been a while. So we started uh, September 24th, 2012 was when we first started. We've been doing this for quite a while now, um, at least the, the way I see it. And, you know, kind of, uh, uh, hurting cats is what, is what I, is what I end up calling you do, it. You do, you do it very effectively with a, a degree of calmness that I admire. Uh, um, so can you give some insights? Cause you know, you know, it's a great idea to start a podcast, but can you give some idea to the listeners and the viewers on YouTube and on the website, the kind of amount of work you have to put into it? It's a ton of work. It's a ton of work. So um, the the whole idea of wrangling cats, which, you know, trying to get all the folks that are going to be on the show, figure out a topic. And then once we figured out a topic, we need to find some of the key folks that should be on the show. And then we have a we have what we call like our regulars or our, you know, co-hosts that we have. We have about uh, five of them. 
And so we pull in those people and say, okay, here's, you know, you're going to be on the show. And then here's all these extra people that we have. And we've done all sorts of different kind of, you know, um, uh, different topics relating to both like word camps and doing recaps of word camps, which are pretty popular. And then we also do stuff where it's just, you know, um, talking about, you know, WordPress web development or design or social media or any of those sorts of things. So we pull in the right people and we've had some, we've had some cool, you know, some cool people show up. We've had a uh, uh, vice president of, um, of um, GoDaddy show up. We've had Matt Mullenweg on the show. So we've had, we've had, we've had other, other folks as well. So it's sometimes I forget who was on the show and I'll meet them and they're like, Oh, thank you for having me on your show. And I'm like, Oh boy. Uh, um, Jason, that happens, <laughs> that happens to me during the show. <laughs> so how many, you know, I found it's kind of thinking up ideas and some structure to it. That takes a bit of time and all the, the emailing, email, mm-hmm. um, so how many, so what, can you give some insight of your kind of, do you have a kind of, kind of set procedure where you yeah. Any of them give some insight about that, Jason? Yeah, I sure do. On um, either Saturday or Sunday, I'll send out an email that just says, here's our topic, who wants to join, click on the link, and you can subscribe, you know, you can get RSVP onto the show. So we do that, and we use MailChimp to send that out. And that's just a manual, you know, mailing that we do. We already have the template already set up. And I'm saying we as the royal we, not as the collective of people that are on the show. None of those people do anything other than talk. So um, I'll take I'll take that and send that out. And then people, you know, say that they'll want to be on the show and RSVP. And then um, after that, we send out a, um, a MailChimp uh, mailing after the show saying, hey, we recorded this, go check it out. And now that we do uh, WP Blab, that also gets kind of included into that email as well. And we use RSS, uh, the RSS mailing through MailChimp to take care of that so i don't even do any of it it just automatically happens yeah so um where do you get your ideas from what what the shows are going to be about do you chris just lemma think- oh, yes. <laughs> so so i i text message chris lemma and, and i say or steve zanga text message both of them and i say okay guys so here's what we're going to do what do you think and then they say well i hate that idea so we're going to do this instead and i go okay perfect and then we run with that yeah, I've learned not to resist any decent suggestion. <laughs> no, none whatsoever. So I, I've had I've had a few of them come in where it's my idea, and I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do, and you know, uh, it worked out just fine. But we've also had you know some really great ideas from listeners where they'll just text in or, or text in, they'll just send a, t- a tweet or something like that, and say, you guys should really talk about social media buttons, or you should really talk about whatever. And you know, we have over 199 episodes now, um, total uh, 176 actual episodes. Episodes. So we've talked about everything and now we're getting to a point where we're now talking about it twice. You know, we're going back and saying, hey, you know, back in 2000, whatever, we should, you know, we talked about this. Let's let's revisit that topic. Things have changed. So um, have you got any kind of with the amount of because um, you said um, in our pre discussions that you've done a lot of podcasting. Mm-hmm. So have you got any tips and tricks or reflections about if somebody's thinking about getting into podcasting, things that you learned the hard way, just a couple of insights? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm of the kind of, of the mind of if you're going to put out really good content, put really, really good content out, but you also want to have a halfway decent sounding show. You listen to your own stuff, listen to it in the car, listen to it with horrible headphones, listen to it with really great headphones. You know, try all those types of things out and see what it's going to sound like. And if you can't listen to it yourself, then you probably are doing something wrong. That's right why a blab, you know, blab turning him into podcasts the last couple of weeks has really had some problems. It's taken some magic with uh, Adobe Edition uh, declicking. 
And yeah. I just verified today that it's definitely a blab issue. Now, if I were to record an MP, like an RL5 and a mixer with a, a loop, we'd probably be okay, which I need to go back to. That's so important what you just said. Hey, I'm going to, Jason, I'm going to jump in for a second. I've, um, last year I did a test. I did, I did a separate show and I, I did 12 interviews of high end podcasters. And because of, you know, Rob Welch, some of these high end guys, yeah, uh, Dave Jackson, uh, Olson, and that was a great show. And I know, know him, but, we came to the conclusion after I did these 12 that this is not prime time to be a separate podcast about podcasting. So mm. I took six of those, I put them on timelines and I started playing this new timeline thing. I'm convinced now more than ever before you do a podcast, you should do a blab like you're doing the, the WP water cooler blab or whatever yeah. it is. WP blab. Without, and just put it right up, do a great website, you know, post it, learn all the tricks in there because it, come it comes live. That may be a better use of your time than trying to create a podcast if you don't know how to create a podcast. I, I totally agree. I call that I call that episode zero. The the idea where you're just gonna you're gonna play around and figure out what yeah, works for right. you and what doesn't work for you. Have your friends, family, and your mom and dad listen to it and figure out what's you know what's going bad about it, and then run with it. Jonathan and I just did that on a real estate show, and we did about thirty eight actually using Blab primarily. I got some really great interviews, and we put up we just put up three or four. And in fact, Jonathan, I haven't checked, but it should be up on iTunes. I would guess. It is, Bill. Thank you for doing it. It's, um, up. it's physically up now. Good. But we've done 39 shows before it, but we just started, done my, we initially did it through Google Hangout and then we, yeah. um, then we moved to Blab and, um, they're on the YouTube. Because I've got this other, I've got my WP Tonic, Jason, which is my maintenance company. And then I've got this crazy SaaS product that I built in WordPress. Called Melwright, um, which is a which is a crazy crazy thing, isn't it, Bill? Oh yeah, a lot of money. I have, I learned a lot about development watching you through the process. You yeah. learn you learn add, add, how I spent money. How to delegate. Gobs of money on it. I, I do well, a lot like you, Jason. I'm sort of behind the scenes, technical yeah. and stuff. And well, I will say that of- I will say that if you want to have really good um, high quality audio, the best way to do it is to not have the audio go over the internet. And you know, doing like yeah. a double ender or a triple ender or something like that, where you're you're having the recording happen locally, and then take that local recording and send it to somebody like Bill, who's going to sit there and listen for the clap or listen for the whatever, and then try to figure out you know how to shove that together. Yeah. And I've done that, and now there's tools out there that actually do that for you. So I don't know if you guys have looked at Mixler. But yeah. MIXLR is pretty awesome, and it's a great great way to kind of do this type of thing where it just happens, and you can get somebody who's a very novice to be able to be on the show and not have to know how to do you know audio IT work or anything like that in order to be able to make things happen. There's some other stuff up there that's really nice. We can record separate channels online, so you, and Skype is still good. Skype with Call Recorder still works well. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go on to your principles, Bill. Yeah, since this is uh, we put this in with timelines. One thing we've discovered by accident is we actually have timelines is up seven days a week, but we have dual RSS feeds, and mm. it really helps the RSS feed grow. Actually, it's not a negative to have them on two RSS feeds because it leans it over to it and helps it build faster. So we're going to be on timelines here too. In the interview, we're going to ask about three life and success principles, and the first one you said was make awesome daily. What's that yeah. mean to you? Make awesome daily for me. It's the the idea that um, that I take something that someone maybe isn't able to do 100 percent of the work, or they're they're really stuck and they're trying to figure out how to do it, and they can come to me and say, "Hey, Jason, or anybody, you know, anybody in the collective group, and say, "Hey, can can you can you help me out with this?" And so I jump in and help them out, and I'm, I want to make sure that I'm able to you know to kind of help other people do you know better with what they're doing. 
Um, also, you know, make awesome daily is just, it just sounds cool. <laughs> so li- live by grace. What's that mean to you? Yeah. Li- you know, working at a church, uh, living by grace means just to kind of, um, it's one of those really churchy, like you would see it like on like a, on like a, a book cover with like doves flying off of it with like a, you know, with like a ray of, of sunlight behind it or something. But the, the idea of living by grace is to, is just to make sure that when things aren't going your way, that you, you take a second and you just think about it before you, you react. And so I'm working in the support industry that I do doing IT tech support, as well as being director of IT. I have a lot of that. And I'm hoping that other people kind of live by grace a little bit, too, because I I need a little bit of leniency here and there as well. You know, right. Hey, quick commercial for your church. What what's the name of your church and what's your website? Yeah, it's evfreefullerton.com and um, evfreefullerton is the name of the church. Evfree, uh, evfree. Yep, F-R-E-E. And then Fullerton, the, that's the name of the, the town that's in. Fullerton. I, I know Orange County well. I grew up in uh, Costa Mesa, Newport. So yeah. There is. So I just put the link in there. Very good. So next and final is work late. I like that. I can relate to that. Work late. Other than a sleep cycle. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not my favorite thing. It's not my favorite thing, but it, it also means that, uh, that I can get more work done. And sometimes work isn't actually work. It's just having that downtime where you can just go, okay, I need to, I need to sit here for a second and just kind of relax a little bit. I need to watch a little bit of Netflix. I need to, I need to, you know, uh, poke around on my phone a little bit. I need to, you know, whatever, just watch YouTube videos. I mean, I watch ridiculous amount of YouTube videos. I imagine a lot of you guys do as well. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, I take that time to kind of, uh, to be by myself and, and think a little bit. And so that's what I do. I uh, came back from, I was a reservist, came back from Afghanistan one t- tour. I watched YouTube videos for two months, just zoned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it, it explains a lot, Bill. Yeah, you know, Jonathan, uh, <laughs> um, secret spy, secret agent here. It does explain an enormous amount, actually. But there we go. So that, that's good. Let's go to our uh, final break, Jonathan, and we'll come back. We'll do uh, how Jason Tucker, how we can get a hold of him for the listener. Then uh, one last question. Open it up to the Blab audience and get off the podcast so I don't have to edit all day. Buying or selling a home in the greater Reno Tahoe area? I know the best CRS real estate broker, and that's Karen Conrad. And you can find her at karenconrad.com or call her directly at 775-527-7021. Okay, Jason, we're coming back from the break, and we just want to know how can the listener get a hold of you? Give us a quick commercial, and then Jonathan will ask one last question. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter. Jason Tucker is my, my name on Twitter. Um, I also, um, I, I run a whole bunch of different sites. The, probably the one that relates most to podcasting and stuff is WPmedia.pro, um, where I do some articles and tips and tricks about how to do podcasting, how to record your first podcast. And, you know, it's kind of all the things that most podcasting folks do is they want to kind of share a little bit of their insight. Um, there's, there's nothing on here that's like paid or anything like that. So feel free to just go pop around on there and take a look at it. So I'm thinking of my last question. I'm going to use an old favorite, actually. I'm going to use one of my my can favorites, Jason. So what is there, is there one thing that most you like to share with us that most viewers or listeners don't know about you, Jason? Hmm. Okay. So um, let's see here. So I've ran two other podcasts. I did a podcast called Geek Fit which was a health and fitness podcast. That was before, and there was a new Geek Fit, Geek-Fit, that's out now. Um, 
I still own GeekFit. So, you know, if, if you're interested in the domain name, we can make something happen. So there's that. And then the other is um, don't ever don't ever do a podcast with your wife. So my wife and I did a podcast together. We always become a wife in some ways. <laughs> so my wife and I used to sit right here and we would have two microphones going and we would talk. Bitch. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> oh so my wife and I did a podcast together. And so what we did is we would we would essentially bitch and complain about our kids. Like that was the thing on the show was to to do this, right? And they called this the back then um this is during like the um the podcast media, you know, uh expos and all that stuff from way back in the day. And so they had this term called couple casting and we were part of a couple cast. So it was her and I would would do these couple casts. And there's other couples that were out there that were doing podcasts and we would call into each other's shows and we leave voicemails and I've been doing podcasting for far too long. I don't want to date myself here. So, <laughs> but the idea was, was, yeah, was that it was just being able to do those sorts of things. So yeah, don't do, don't do a podcast with your wife. You, so, all sorts so of weird things stuff happening. Survived. Did you survive that awful it still life? survived. It survived. I'm <laughs> right. right. uh, <laughs> still having visions of what <laughs> Hey, with that, we're going to finish up the podcast. Wave goodbye. Stay on so we can come back and just yes. talk. Yes, folks, we're, we're going to have an additional discussion with Uncle Jason and um, talk about more about his crazy experience. So um, if you want to hear that, folks, um, go either to WP Tonic's YouTube channel or go to the website and you'll be able to view, listen and see more of this kind of crazy interview. And you can head over to timelinesofsuccess.com. Way too long of a domain name, timelinesofsuccess.com. Or Timelines Netcast, it'll point to it, or Timelines whatever. Hey, thank you, Jason. And that's the end of the podcast. Everyone stay on. Thank you, uh, Blab Audience, for listening in to us. It's time for you to come on and ask questions and give support. Also, we're going to do a little bit of, after the show, review a couple WordPress sites and grade those sites. Ooh. 